did not like that hit on Kyler Yamamoto and lands a clubbing right hand that fells Justin Hall. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. Concentrating tonight because I'm heading straight to Taste of Edmonton after the show. And I'm starving. But I will endure. We do have the abbreviated edition of the show tonight. Inside Sports until 7.30. And then the Elks this week with Dave Campbell in for Morley Scott is going to be at 7.30. The Elks next game coming up on Saturday as they will try to win a game. They will play the BC Lions at Commonwealth Stadium. 3.30 for the countdown to kick off here on 6.30, Chet, and the game will start at 5. The Lions, excellent so far this season. They are 5-1. and one. The Elks, as you know, 0-7. Quarterbacks, a big story here in Edmonton. Taylor Cornelius, despite his struggles, continues to be the number one guy. The Lions' Vernon Adams was injured in their 19-9 win over Saskatchewan on Saturday. Dane Evans played the bulk of the game, and uh, nothing formal from the Lions today, but Given uh, how it sounds, I, I would say unlikely that Vernon Adams plays that game. So that would mean uh, Dave, Dane Evans is the quarterback. And uh, the Elks victimized Dane Evans for one of their few victories last year. They only had four wins. Remember, Dane Evans fumbled late in the third quarter of the Elks' win in Hamilton last year. And uh, the Elks ran out in for a touchdown, which allowed them to get that victory. Anyway, today was Monday morning magic at K-Days, and this is a chance when kids between the ages of 3 and 12 can go to K-Days and enjoy it without, uh, you know, the crowds there. It's made specifically for kids that age and special guests, including members of the Edmonton Elks, and this has been a big part of Double E history. You may may remember back in 2014, Chris Jones' first year here, uh, they didn't go. He's, you know, it was kind of like, well, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't fit in. We can't do this. This doesn't have anything to do with winning football games. And they didn't go, and that created a bit of a stir in the community. And then uh, the next year they went, and to Chris Jones's credit, he said, "We're never missing that again." When I'm the head coach, of course, he left after that year, and we thought maybe, you know, that's he's not going to be the coach here again. But he is back, and uh, they did go to Monday Morning Bad Magic and Tanner Green who is uh, an Albertan, went to, grew up in Lacombe, and uh, he was talking about taking part in Monday Morning Magic. Uh, this is my third time doing it, and it was sad that we couldn't come out during COVID times, uh, But because I, I know a lot of these kids, it means a lot to them, put smiles on their faces, hop on the rides with them, and it means a lot to us too, getting out in the community and being more of a part of, of what makes this place special. And center Mark Cordy commenting on the importance of Monday Morning Magic. Yeah, I think it's one of the one of the best community events that we have on our schedule for the year. You know, I think it's it's something that gives kids a chance to get involved in K days um, that maybe wouldn't otherwise. And and for us to be able to to be a part of that is just a privilege. I think we have as much fun as anybody here. Okay, well, yeah, and usually the players get a lot out of it as well. And uh, Tanner Green also said that it's really cool to connect with the kids. It makes your heart kind of melt, right? Like getting down, taking photos, uh, inviting them out to games and stuff. Uh, it, yeah, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to us. And uh, we hope to do it every year from now on. All right. And Corey likes the Monday morning magic and that kids get a chance to meet a pro athlete. Yeah, I think it, it takes you back to being a kid a little bit. Um, I think all of us at one point, you know, went up to a, a football player, a hockey player, whatever it was, and, and had that moment. So now to be on the other side of that is, is fantastic. 
Yeah, really good. Uh, the players who go always enjoy it, and it means a lot to the youngsters who get to meet them as well. So good for the Elks for uh, being involved in that today and then back on the practice field tomorrow to get ready for the BC Lions. One guy who enjoyed taking part in Monday Morning Magic and also played for Chris Jones during his previous tenure here in Edmonton was Odell Willis, and he's going to join us coming up on the show tonight. Also really excited to tell you, that uh, at 6.30 tonight, one of our country's best broadcasters is going to join me in studio. That is Dustin Nielsen is going to be here. Of course, uh, Dustin was on TSN 1260 till that station went off the air a few weeks ago. You still get him calling several uh, CFL games throughout this. I think he, I think he did, well, he does at least one a week. He probably does two or three some weeks. Uh, and He's an incredible broadcaster and a great guy. So we can be on uh, the same show together. And uh, he's going to be coming in uh, again between... Uh, well, he'll get here... Uh, he might be here already. He texted me that he likes being early for things. But he's going to be on the air after the 6.30 news. Also today, a note here from the Oilers. Their lineup of power packs has been announced. So they got 11 four-game packs and four 11-game packs. And they're going to go on sale Friday, August 11th. But you can sign up now for a pre-sale. So that's the opportunity to purchase on Thursday, August 10th, ahead of the public. The uh, pre-sale sign-up window goes until Monday, August 7th. So it's now open. So a bunch of four-game packs. For example, I'll just pick a couple at random. Pack two, you're going to have Vegas in November. Chicago on uh, December 12th. Connor Bedard coming to town. Uh, L.A. in February. Colorado on uh, April 5th, uh, th- this one has the Ducks in uh, on a Sunday in November, the Lightning December 14th, the Canadians only visit on March 19th, and then a late season game against the Arizona Coyotes Friday, April 12th. So you can go to the Oilers website and get these all listed off. There are 11 four-game packs, four 11-game packs. Uh, starting at $350 per seat. You'll see all the pricing laid out once you get to the website. So you can sign up now for the pre-sale, which is on August 10th. You can sign up for the pre-sale window until August 7th. Tickets go on sale to the public on uh, August 11th. But a little uh, note there, what's going on with the Oilers. want to remind you, this portion of Inside Sports presented by Cougar Paint and Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. We're back with Odell Willis. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, happy to have you tuning in tonight. Elks this week coming up at 7.30. Dustin Nielsen in studio at 6.30, and I'm pleased to be joined on the line, one of the all-time greats in the Canadian Football League. He was with the Double E from 2013 to 2017, big part of the 2015 Grey Cup Championship team. It is Odell Willis checking in. Odell, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? What's happening, Reed? How you doing, baby? Well, it's nice to talk to you. It's been a while since we've had you on the show, so thanks for checking in. Hey, uh, I, I got to start with uh, the Monday morning magic at K-Days. The players went to that. Tell me a little bit about your experience doing that while you played. Uh, I enjoyed it. I actually took my family to K-Days uh, Friday. 
I took them Friday, so, you know, I wanted to go and get in there. That's just how much I enjoyed K-Days while I was uh, part of the team. So, like I said, I took my baby girl Friday for her birthday. But, like I say, it was just one of those things that I always cherish because, like I say, it's something for the kids. You know, you get them out the way. So, so you know, take a ride to rise. Ain't got to wait in the long lines like you do the regular, uh, like when it's regular. So, like I said, I really enjoyed it. What did the – is there a story with a kid or – Something the kids would usually say to you. I mean, you're a big, obviously, athletic-looking guy. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of stuff would they usually ask you? Uh, no, just would you ride the ride with me? That's all. Because, like I say, you know, I'm a very colorful person. So, you know, I always made it enjoyable for the kids. So, like I say, they were always, hey, could you ride the ride? They was always just take me and ride their little favorite ride. Some of them was cool, but, you know, and the other one's just like, ha, ha I'm a fit in here, and <laughs> you just make it work. <laughs> What's your favorite ride? Uh, I like the one that, you, that goes around in the circle, like the up and down one. It's almost like the mini version of the big one that goes around really fast where the heavier person has to sit on the outside because if you don't, you're going to squish the little person. <laughs> so I like I like that one. Okay. Well, good for you that uh, you enjoyed K-Days and, and you enjoyed going as uh, a member of the Double E when you played. Obviously, Monday morning magic, really important. And, and I, I've, I've always found, Odell, from the stories that people tell me, I'll just ask you one more on this, whether it's Monday morning magic or other opportunities you might get to to mingle with, uh, with, with kids or, or people who are going through a tough time, I've often found that the players say they get as much out of it as the, as the people that they're meeting. Uh, you pretty much do because, I mean, like you say, your your inner kid come out. You you get to have fun. Like you say, you got food and drinks. Like you say, it's just, it's just like you're a, a big kid all over again. All right. Odell Willis joining us on Inside Sports. Remind everybody what you're up to these days. So, obviously, you're in you're in Edmonton. Uh, what are you doing for work and keeping busy? Oh, uh, man, actually, I, uh, I got my gym opening in the next week or so, Athletes Compound. Uh, I'm actually here with a group of six knuckleheads right now. Um, but that's about it. I'm giving back, you know. Like I say, I'm giving back to the city that gave a lot to me. So if anybody's looking for, you know, training, football, basketball, soccer, hockey, Athletes Compound, 9938 67th Avenue, come see me. 9938 67th Avenue. Uh, you're actually not too far away from, from 630 Chet, so that's pretty cool. What Was this something you always wanted to do when you weren't playing anymore, to do something along these lines? Uh, yes, sir, because I, did. I wanted to go back home and do it, but it, uh, my resources, just to be honest, my resources wasn't as good as it was up here. And like I say, it was easier for me to get the things I needed to do up here, so I'm like, why not start it up here and then maybe I could take it back home once I get it going big enough. But like I say, it started when I was just seeing kids wanting to get better and people not even – they not taking the time out to get them better. They're just more so taking their money. You know what I'm saying? They're overcharging their kids, but they're not developing the kids. It's okay if you're charging that much, but develop the kid. And my thing is – you know, you got kids who want to get better. Make it affordable for them to get better. That's how that's how your bigger programs get better. You you have to develop the feeder program. Once you develop them the right way at a younger age, everything is easier once they get to middle school and high school. 
Who did so, that? For, who did that for you? Was there an experience or a person you look back on when you were a little guy and you say, "Thank God that person got me trained and got me going in football." Oh, see, for me, that's what I was birthed in it. I was birthed in it. So, like I said, we had a nice, uh, I guess we'd say, Pop Warner program where you know you start at five and you go all the way up to uh, till you get to high school. So it was like. Everything you learned in the the pot water program, it was like by the time you got to high school, you just waiting your turn to play. You knew the plays already. You just waiting for your turn to play, and that's what I want here. I want kids to be able to get to high school and it not be their first time playing football, basketball, baseball, or any other thing. I don't want uh, like uh, I don't want besides just hockey and soccer kids for them to be their first time doing that sport. I want them to be universal when it comes to sports because at the end of the day, you never know which sport may lead. You may start off playing basketball as you're growing up, but then you may end up football may be your lane or vice versa or baseball or however it may go. But the more sports you can play, I feel like the better athlete you are as a person. Yeah, I like how you put that, and that's one thing we, we talk about a lot is specialization versus kids having a diversity of skills. Okay, Adele, Odell, i got to ask you a couple questions about the current edition of the team. I know I saw you uh, engaging with a fan or two on Twitter a few days ago. Somebody wanted Chris Jones fired, and you were kind of saying, okay, everybody, uh, calm down a little bit here. Tell us, uh, tell us why you feel it's important that the, that the Elks stick with Chris Jones. Let's just look at the business side. We get rid of Chris Jones, guess what? The cap is even in more trouble, right? Right or wrong? Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Exactly. So we don't need to keep going backwards. And at the end of the day, you got to think about what we inherit. Okay, just because he comes and inherits a team, they give us give him one year. Okay, sometimes everything don't take one year. Everything don't take two years. I mean, it may take a third year. I mean, that, but people got to be willing to go through the storm to get to the brighter days. Because, like I say, it's hard because we so used to win. That's just what it is. We used to win, and we city as champions. And, okay, we give a year, and next year we're supposed to be back to the Grey Cup. Well, guess what? Rome wasn't born, born, uh, built in a day in the and damn sure one built in two days. So it's a process. Now, come a third year, if we ain't making no progress, I feel like that's when we should start looking like, all right, what's really going on? Because right now, he didn't, he, 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 he didn't inherit the best situation. Let's just be real. He didn't inherit the best situation, but at the end of the day, you know, we judge, uh, we judge off what we do, what we do on the field. And right now, like I said, it's looking ugly. But I, me, being who I am, I know how this game goes. You have to, you have to have time to process and develop. Because if you don't, you get rid of him. It's just a revolving door. Odell, I, you know, through the seven game, and I was talking about this on my show last week. I've thought in the seven games the defense has played well enough to win probably five of them. Um, True. Is it? Is it? Do you think it's tough for the defensive players to be getting stops and creating turnovers, and then the offense doesn't take advantage? Does that wear on a defense or a defensive player? 
Oh, oh, hands down, hands down. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day because we knew no matter what we did, if we can give Mike Riley the ball as many chances as possible, we, we feel like we got a chance to win. It's just how we felt as a defense. We know if we get the ball, we get to go two and out, give Mike Riley the ball, something's going to happen. Prime example, uh, I want to say what it was, 2015, we was in Hamilton. The game Mike threw for maybe, what, 75 yards? 75 yards, he was like 7 for 12. But we was playing with a sense of urgency saying, yo, we got to give him the ball as many times as possible because they only going to have offense for one, I mean, for two quarters because of the wind out there. But in the midst of trying to give him the ball back so many times, we scored three times on defense that end up winning the game. But it's kind of deflating when you know, okay, we playing hard and it's like we're giving them the ball back and we don't know if we're going to score or not. It, 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 it gets depressing after a while. Like, what are we even out here giving y'all the ball back for? Yeah, I think uh, I think we felt that a bit this year. Okay, Odell, we got to do this again. I, I know you're in the middle of getting uh, athletes compound. Do you have a website or can people look it up somewhere? Oh, yes, oh, yes. You can go to the website, athletes, A-T-H-L-E-T-E-S, compound, C-O-M-P-O-U-N-D, dot C-A. They can go in there, check it out, get signed up, start buying memberships, and like I say, get this thing going. Odell, love having you on the show. I hope we can talk again soon, sir. Oh, no problem. I uh, can't wait to come back on the show. Right on. That was Odell Willis checking in, of course, in the CFL from 2009 to 2021 and won the Great Cup here in Edmonton in 2015. Love his perspective and obviously a guy that's uh, made Edmonton home and working hard to help the next generation of athletes as well. Dustin Nielsen up next, Inside Sports on Chet.